Today is 8 January. We're almost halfway through the year. 8 January, it's a Sunday. I'm Charlie Garrett, and this is the CG Prophecy Report. Now hiring the bottom of the barrel. That and a lot of other things to go over on today's report. Anybody know where I'm talking about? Yeah, we'll be there in a minute. Let's see here. We have, um, we got one visitor today. We got Ileana Kafiro. That's her first time here. And uh, she was driving, you said from south to north today. Is that right? Yes. And so she wanted to stop by the church on the way up. And I warned her. I said, you know, I want you to know we do something before the sermon that some people may not like. And she's already aware of the CG Prophecy Report. And she says, I love watching it. So we're good to go there because I, I always try to tell people, if you invite people to the church, tell them what we do beforehand, because if not, they may not be happy at all. And uh, the guy that's coming to play music next week, he's coming over with some friends from Arcadia, and I told him, make sure you tell them this, and they can come later. He says, oh, no, they all share the same political views, and uh, I said, okay, that's good, because don't want people to go getting all bent out of shape over something they don't want to hear. But uh, let's see here. Uh, the web guy, Mike the web guy, he wants to know anytime anything is missing or wrongly posted, if you see that, uh, let us know. We've got almost everything online that you could, uh, that we've ever done. We've got sermons, we've got podcasts, we've got, uh, you know, written commentaries. And once in a while, some things are missing. So if you can't find something or if something is actually marked wrong, let us know. And uh, that goes as well with uh, uh, Sermon Audio, which a gentleman out in Washington does all of that. He posts everything on Sermon Audio. And if you listen there, you want to uh, just apprise us and we'll get it uh, fixed up in that regard. And uh, I just got to give a compliment to all the people who do things for the church because we've never asked anybody to do anything. We started out on the beach and somebody says, well, I want to do the YouTube videos. And then after the videos were up and we were getting three views a week, somebody emailed and he said, I want to do a website for you. And I was like, okay. And this guy, he was like, well, I need your password to Facebook. I need your password to Twitter. I need your password to your email. He went through everything. And I'm like, uh... I don't think so. And he's like, it's okay. And I'm like, I sent it to a man. That guy built a website for us and he is taking care of it every day for over 10 years. He, he checks everything I do, anything that's wrong, he fixes immediately. He's always watching it. And that was just him just saying, I want to build you a website. He's the nicest guy. Don't ask for it. I'm not giving out his name because uh, uh, he, this is his ministry and I'm not going to burden him with, if you want a website you pay for, then you know I'll be happy to connect you guys. But anyway, um, uh, then we've got uh, people that have done other things. We've got a girl in the Czech Republic that does the Bible Bites and people that do podcasts. And we've never asked any of this. And the Lord has put it all together and it seems to work. So, uh, well, if the Lord is doing it, it's going to work. So I just want to uh, thank everybody that does this. And if you do see something that is not marked properly, or if there's a sound that's wrong during a Bible study, let us know and we'll get that corrected. And uh, uh, just big appreciation to everybody that helps keep this church going. Um, let's see. Having said that, we'll get into our CG report itself. We got some news from Israel. From Ynet. Israeli researchers turn bugs into fertilizer and biodiesel. Well, it's a lot better than eating it. They want us to eat those things, but here we go. Israeli researchers found a way to turn maggots into the future of farming. It contains 30% protein, very high quality, and 30% oil. It can be used for animal feed. Good. Give it to the animals. That's fine. As a replacement for, or give it to the Democrats, because they seem to like that, okay? As a replacement for soil protein or a fish meal, and it's productive and very sustainable. Researchers say the black soldier fly has amazing properties. They grow very big and very fast. Remember when Obama was in the White House and he always had these flies on him? That was probably the same fly. Uh, but the, what's more important is that they are disruptive because they can potentially reshape both the food and fuel industries. What we are doing is genetic engineering of this amazing creature called the black soldier fly, and we are trying to gain more oil in order to get it commercially viable for biofuels production. 
The Black Soldier Fly research is the product of a lab at Israel's premier tech research school, Ben-Gurion University. But how does a product jump out of the lab and into mass production? Unfortunately, a lot of these wonderful things that could really change the world are staying within the walls of academia, and we are here to change that. So what we do is we find these groundbreaking research and researchers and we matchmake. And this has always been a problem. People come up with ideas in colleges and in these interesting ways that never gets out into the open because there's not somebody there to fund it. And it takes funding. It actually takes a capitalistic system to develop things like this. The government will just take the money and they'll fritter it away. Okay, and so this is a problem, and Israel is trying to solve it. That is where the university's Oasis Accelerator comes into play. The project is headed by the Yazamut 360 Research Center. It takes researchers that generally wouldn't have any idea how to run a company and gets their projects in front of people who couldn't publish an academic paper. They learn from each other, and that's how you get a viable tech firm. For the Black Soldier Fly project, that match was Yoav Etgar, a tech mogul with multiple successful startups under his belt. Where you and I might see maggots, he saw profits. In 2023, it is supposed to be around $4 billion, just a basic market for protein. And what we are trying to do is have a platform of genetically modified strains that we can prepare and develop specific strains for specific applications. Always interesting what Israel's coming up with. It used to be America did that kind of stuff. And uh, then, you know, in the past 20 years or so, the left has taken over education. Oh, speaking about that, maybe I've got it as one of my articles. I don't know. Um, did you see what DeSantis did with that liberal university here in Florida? Yeah. He appointed eight conservatives to its board, and I'm sure they are flipping out. I love this guy. I absolutely love Ron DeSantis and what he is doing. Don't want to idolize people. You know, he's just a guy and he's prone to make mistakes, but he is doing great things for the state of Florida. I can tell you. Uh, I can just see these heads all over America going, bang, bang. From Haaretz, Israel's new diaspora minister, Chickley called Tel Aviv's pride parade a disgraceful vulgarity. I am so glad to see somebody speaking out from a government position. I don't care how right wing they are. If something is Sodom and Gomorrah, it is Sodom and Gomorrah. That's all there is to it. And he says this is a disgraceful vulgarity. As Israel's new diaspora and social equality minister, Chickley will likely spend much of his time dealing with issues close to the hearts of Jews abroad, and especially the liberal-leaning and frequently non-Orthodox Jews in America. This task, which may be significantly complicated by the conservative lawmaker's history of critical comments about the LGBTQ community and his repudiation of his liberal Jewish past. I have no problem with that. If people on the left want to be gross and they want to say that they want to disagree with us, that's their right. They have a right to disagree with people on the right, and they also should understand that there is a right for the people on the right to disagree with them. If they're acting in a perverted manner, which is not according to whatever standard somebody uses, we use the Bible at the superior word, then we should be able to say that. And Twitter has finally come to its senses with Elon Musk in charge, yes. and we can now post things that were never allowed at all. I got you know, blocked a couple times. I've had to change my uh, Twitter name several times, and finally I'm just me again. I Charlie Garrett on Twitter. And it's wonderful to be able to say these things. They tagged me on something this past week, and it wasn't anything. And so I appealed it, and I haven't heard any more, which means that it's done. But it's one of those things that it's very nice to go somewhere and not feel persecuted over telling the truth. It's wonderful. From and you know, and I understand a lot of people don't like Elon Musk. They're into conspiracy theories, and he's the antichrist and all that. He's doing great things until he stops doing great things. I have no problem with him. If he wants to make brain chips for people and they are stupid enough to put them in their heads, that's their thing. I don't care about that. But I will say that his brain chips will also benefit a lot of people that can't move their hands, they can't do this and that. They, there will be benefits. If somebody wants to put it in their head to become extra smart, they're probably not extra smart to start with. So, you know... Anyway, that's how I stand on Musk at this point. From Haaretz, Netanyahu's ally... I have nothing against LGBTQ people or leftists. I oppose the ideas and the ideology. 
And that's what we do. We oppose that. Okay. Now, having said that, that we've got these right wingers that are opposed to the ideology and ideas of the left. Next article, Times of Israel. Now, this is a new right wing government, right? Likud's Amir Ohana becomes Israel's first openly gay Knesset speaker. Okay. They are not hiding these people. If the guy wants to be gay and he wants to speak for the Knesset and he does it with the voice of the right, then that's fine. Okay. The left never appointed a openly gay Knesset speaker. And so if the right is doing it, they're appointing this guy and he espouses right wing values. I don't know how you can get upset about that. It's like taking Ben Carson, who's a black guy. And putting him in charge of the HUD. Well, they never had a black guy in charge of HUD before, but it was wrong that Donald Trump picked a black guy to put him in charge of it. it. Nothing makes sense with the left. It doesn't matter what you do, nothing makes sense. Okay. Ohana's selection was clinched when Likud faction members chose him in an internal vote to succeed Yariv Levine, who held the post in an interim role for two weeks. So there you go. That's a story with that from NTV. Moscow's ex-chief rabbi calls on Jews to flee Russia. Because he does not support the war against Ukraine, Moscow's chief rabbi, Pinchas Goldschmidt, has to flee abroad. Now the priest is calling on the Jews who remain in Russia to follow his example while they still can. His concern, the Kremlin could direct the dissatisfaction of the population to the Jewish community. Sounds like Germany and World War II and other countries as well. So you can see when the Lord says he is going to bring his people back from the nations, he finds all kinds of ways of doing it. And one of them is through wars between Russia and Ukraine, which will inevitably be blamed on the Jewish population, or they'll find some way to point fingers at them. It's just inevitable. Yeah, absolutely. Of course they would. Okay, we got some news concerning Christianity today. This one just, it it maddens me, okay? You know, I'm not into uh, Christian music a great deal. I'll listen to it if it comes on, and if it keeps playing, I just let it go. But uh, this is just maddening that somebody that says she is a Christian artist would stick it in the face of the Lord like this. From Todd Starnes, Amy Grant to host Same Sex Wedding. The singer-songwriter and wife of Vince Gill made the controversial announcement to the Washington Post, big lefty organization. In recent years, she has voiced support for the LGBTQ community, where she has had large fan base for decades. Now she talks about her and Gill's plans to host her niece's wedding at their farm, which is her family's first bride and bride nuptials. Grant recalls her reaction when she learned her niece had come out. What a gift to our whole family to just widen the experience of our whole family. Like there's, you know, just peanut butter. I, I, Mabel doesn't like that. There's lard in her head. If I say peanut butter, she says, don't say that because I like peanut butter. So, honestly, from a faith perspective, I do always say, Jesus, you just narrowed it down to two things. Love God and love each other. And so that's their excuse for saying this is okay is love each other. Grant told the outlet, I mean, hey, that's pretty simple. Read the last page of the Bible, Amy Grant. Yes. Mail online. There really is a hell. There really is. This is a place where people are really going to go for all of eternity. And it's that type of thinking that is sending people there in droves. Mail online. Divorced gay vicar, 55, quits her parish in disgrace for good Amid claims, she had drunken rows with a string of girlfriends. This is a church of Wales. This is ordaining people like this. First, it's not biblical to ordain women. I'm sorry, that's not allowed according to scripture. Go read uh, Timothy 2 Timothy 11 and 12. I'm sorry, 1 Timothy 2, 11 and 12 elsewhere in scripture. Okay, it's just not allowed. Okay, but they started this eons ago and the churches have just gone further and further left from it. And then they ordain people like this and they expect that things are going to go well. The unreverend Michelle Bailey, 55, has uh, said to have picked up a number of women online, but the police were called at least twice after she had drunken rows with them. Spokesmen said she is now retired from all ministry in the church in Wales. 
That means if she retired, they're giving her money. Georgia Star News, Christian organizations continue to make Amazon's smile naughty list. If you're a Christian organization and you hold to Christian values, you cannot sell on Amazon Smile. Amazon Smile continues to deny admission to Christian organizations that support traditional marriage and religious freedom, opting instead to place them on a proverbial naughty list by recommendation of the SPLC. Amazon Smile allows customers who sign up to have 0.5% of their purchases donated to their favorite charity. In other words, if you like this organization, I want to buy through them because I understand they're going to give this money to a Christian charity. If you hold the traditional values, you can't do that. So it doesn't really change anything because the money can still go there, but it's just a, a quick and easy way of funding a good organization instead of a crummy one. So this is the problem. Organizations on SPLC's designated hate groups. Now, the Southern Poverty Law Center is the most hateful group in the United States of America. The most racist people, they're a disgrace. And they come here and they point out people that are holding to traditional biblical values. You talk about people, they're going to be punished they're going to be punished someday. Anyway, um, they are barred from registering according to Amazon's website. SPLC calls itself the premier organization that monitors what it describes as domestic hate groups and extremists. On its website, the SPLC regularly updates the list of hate groups that include neo-Nazis, the KKK, the Nation of Islam, and pro-religious freedom organizations like the ADF, the Ruth Institute, and the FRC. ADF and the RI were rejected by Amazon Smile after being added to SPLC's hate group list in 2016 and have remained on the list ever since. The Alliance Defense Fund is one of the most conservative, wonderful organizations. They are stemming the tide of unholiness in this nation, and they're barred from having people donate through them. Unbelievable. I would sue them. If I was those people, I would sue the SPLC and Amazon until they caved. I would. The SPLC directed the Daily Caller to its website when asked how they determine who is assigned to the designated hate group label. The SPLC defines a hate group as an organization or collection of individuals that, based on its official statements or principles, the statements of its leaders or its activities, has beliefs or practices that attack or malign an entire class of people, like they do. They should ban themselves, typically for their immutable characteristics. An organization does not need to have engaged in criminal conduct at all, and yet they can be banned. In other words, you're just exercising your freedom of speech, your right guaranteed under the Constitution of the United States of America, and you get put on their list. They ought to be sued right back into the Stone Age. Mail online, ailing wheelchair-bound Pope Francis, 86. I know you know that the Pope died. I just want to read you one title. Praise for Benedict the 16th's passage to heaven in special New Year's Day mass at the Vatican after his predecessor died at age 95. He's praying for this guy to hopefully make it to heaven. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine anybody saying, I'm going to pray for somebody's passage to heaven? This... This is what that's for. The cross of Jesus Christ, the shed blood of Christ is the only way you're going to make it to heaven. If you have to ask somebody to pray for you to get to heaven, you ain't going to get to heaven. I'm sorry. That's all there is to it. This is it. This is God's offering, the gift of his son to the world. And people can't get that simple premise right. That simple premise. Jesus Christ died for my sins. Jesus Christ was buried. Jesus Christ rose again. If you believe that in your heart, you will be saved. The Bible says there's nothing added to it. There's nothing that comes before it. There's nothing that comes after it. That's it. That's salvation. The after part is something that you do based on discipleship and maturing in Christ. But you need to get the basics right. And if you get the basics right, it is a done deal. People can't get this. There is a word that people have the biggest difficulty with on this planet. It's five letters. It begins with G and ends with race. And they can't get that right. Grace means it is undeserved, it is unmerited, and it is offered, and it will never be taken away. Anything that you add to grace is not grace. Anything that you expect to apply to it is not grace. 
It is grace. That is what God's gift is. And it's a gift, which means you can't earn it. Please get that right. If you don't get anything else right from watching your weekly 10,000 Prophecy Updates, get that one precept right. Jesus Christ died so that you can be secured in your salvation, knowing that you're going to heaven. Okay, we got some news from the Mideast and Africa today. From just the news, U.S.-trained Afghan troops, just think of the debacle that's been going on over there. Now listen to this. Working to join Russia's war in the Ukraine because of what the guy in the White House has done. The people that we trained are now going to Russia to fight against the people that we are funding. Thousands, not a couple, thousands of U.S.-trained Afghan troops are reportedly considering joining Russian forces as mercenaries to fight in Ukraine as they face a life of poverty in Iran. They got out of one place so they wouldn't be persecuted. Russia is aligned with Iran, so we'll just take them up to Russia and they can fight and make a, a stipend. Okay, many of the former service members are living in Iran, where they fled after the Taliban seized power in Afghanistan following the U.S. withdrawal in August 2021. The former troops say they are now completing manual labor and even rummaging through trash to sell. They reportedly feel abandoned by the U.S., of course, because that's what Democrats do, which they blame for their current situation, which they should The former troops, many of whom were elite commandos, often say that joining Russia's private paramilitary Wagner group would be a better option than the struggles they are currently facing. Some former troops are already moving to join, according to WhatsApp messages viewed by the outlet. After the fall of the country's traitorous presidential regime, that's speaking about our president, by the way, I don't know that, I'm just saying that, but anyway, the U.S. sold out and surrendered the country to terrorists, the Taliban one former Afghan Special Forces member said. Several of our peers were captured and beheaded, and we were forced to leave Afghanistan. Although the U.S. airlifted an estimated 80,000 at-risk Afghans and a few with known security risks, up to 30,000 former Afghan soldiers were left behind and escaped to Iran. 30,000 people that are now going to be fighting against the people that we're funding. One former Afghan officer estimated that 2,500 former soldiers left Afghanistan to go to Russia. He said he was offered $2,500 for six months of training and an additional $3,000 in the Ukraine. Wagner is offering former Af- It's better than rifling through garbage, right? Heck yeah. Wagner is offering... What's, just 40 years ago, they were fighting the Russians. That's right. They were fighting the Russians, and now they're joining the Russians because we have betrayed them. Their history must be as deluded as ours. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wagner is offering former Afghan special forces a safe haven for them and their families, as well as $1,500 a month to relocate to Russia and fight in the Ukraine. Serious security and economic problems and extreme poverty and desperation have forced them to do this for a bite of bread to survive and to escape the pursuit and the torture of the Taliban, General Farid Ahmadi, a former Afghan commander, said. CBS, Pakistan court frees rapist after agreement to marry his victim. That's what Islam does. If you rape a woman, then you have a right to marry her. In other words, it's double punishment on the person that got hurt in the first place. And so just thought I'd bring that up. This is a very common thing in Islam. There's no true justice. It's a way of getting around justice by doing what they do. From the Times of Israel, Iranian author said sentenced to death after urging peace in Israel TV interview. You want peace, you get death. Iran is sentenced to dissident author to death on espionage charges after he gave an interview earlier in the year to an Israeli television channel. Opposition-affiliated media reported. Iran International said that Mehdi Baman was arrested in October after speaking with Channel 13. The report said a revolutionary court had passed the sentence. In recent days, at least 11 people have been sentenced to death for their role in protests, and more than 100 faced the death penalty. They did two yesterday, young guys, according to opposition groups. 
While Baman was arrested after the outbreak of protests, his interview with Channel 13 was given in April of 2022, after he approached an Israeli woman to have one of his books translated into Hebrew. In the interview, Baman criticized the regime in Tehran and the imposition of Islamic law and called for normalization between Israel and Iran. That is what got him killed right there. That's what's going to get him killed. He told Channel 13 he was not afraid of being arrested for talking to an Israeli channel. Now something not interesting from Mongolia. From the Superior Word News Service, Mongolia had nothing exciting to end 2022 and start out 2023. It's the first time I couldn't find anything worth reporting. I mean, zero from Mongolia. But I found something for next week, I think yesterday. So anyway, maybe it was this morning. Anyway, Daniel prophesied that technology would increase in the end times. From Zero Hedge, scientists develop gelatinous robots to crawl through human body to deliver medical payloads and diagnose illnesses. Now, I got something here. I don't like jello. <laughs> These are gummy worms, okay? This is what they want to go through your body, all right? Those are gummy worms. That's the last one left over from Christmas. I had them here in case anybody came and wanted gummy worms, and we got a visitor. Those are for you. When you leave, those are yours. Okay, um... Let's see here, because um, everybody else in the church had their chance. If they weren't here for the gummy worms, they're going to have to go over to uh, Detweiler's and buy them. Anyway, um, scientists developed gelatinous robots to crawl through human body to deliver medical payloads and diagnose illness. The gel bot is powered by little more than temperature changes. And its innovative design, which resembles an inchworm, is one of the most promising concepts in the field of soft robotics. It seems very simplistic, but this is an object moving without batteries, without wiring, and without an external power supply of any kind, just on the swelling and shrinking of gel. Our study shows how the manipulation of shape, dimensions, and patterning of gels can tune morphology to embody a kind of intelligence for locomotion. The 3D printed robot, which is made out of gelatin, is intended to replace pills or intravenous injections, which could cause problematic side effects. Compared to most robots that are made out of hard materials like metals or plastics, the revolutionary gelbot consists of an innovative water-based gel which feels like a gummy bear. Here you go, right there. <laughs> Making it more suitable for its task. The gels can swell or shrink in response to temperature in order to be used to create small structures. And they were able to demonstrate how they could move the jelly-like robots forward and backward on flat surfaces and maneuver them in certain directions with an undulating wave-like motion. That's almost sounding like a, something you'd read in a book. The undulating wave-like motion. I don't, unlike swallowed tablets or injected liquids, which have a time-delayed effect, the tiny robot could hold back a dose of medicine and then immediately inject it when it reaches its target. Further plans to use the gel bot for other purposes, such as marine exploration or to patrol and monitor the ocean's surface to fight maritime pollution. Unbelievable. Okay. That sounds better. That's, yeah, it sounds better than putting it in your body and having it, you know, gel bot around inside of you. Okay. It's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues the book of Revelation prophesies of. From the AP, UFC Hall of Famer Stephen Bonner, dead at 45, heart complications. From Fox, Bills DeMar Hamlin's terrifying ordeal. Here it is. Shocks NFL executive. Never seen anything like it. Well, he hasn't been reading the news, has he? 769 people in the past two years have keeled over, died suddenly on the field, somewhere in the world. 769 of them, and three more this, actually five more this week. Five more this week, not all on the field. Three cops died in one precinct just recently where they still have the, the mandates. He's never, he's shocked. He's never seen anything like this before. USA Today, ABC News executive producer Dax Tihera, 37, dies suddenly of a heart attack. Becker News, Southwest pilot reveals what's really behind airline meltdown that caused it to cancel thousands of flights. One Southwest pilot, Tom Bogart, revealed what he believes is behind the mass flight disruption. 
The question is, why are we having a staff shortage, he asked. I believe it's because of the COVID vaccines. They're still requiring the vaccination for all new applicants. And if the new applicants say they're not going to get vaccinated, their application is passed over. On December 21st, before the recent bomb cyclone pummeled the Great Plains states, Great Lakes region and Northeast, Southwest Vice President for Ground Operations, Chris Johnson admonished staff in Denver for the unusually high number of callouts. The vice president's memo to Denver ramp agents raised the bar for excused absences in respects to claims of health emergencies and instituted mandatory overtime. And one pilot seems to think it's because they've done it to themselves. Zero Hedge. Aussie cops asked neighbors to rat out anti-government, anti-police or COVID vaccine conspiracy theorists. This is what the Stasi did in East Germany. Rat people out, rat them out. And you don't know, you just don't like your neighbor and you call. And all of a sudden there's a file made up on somebody that's totally untrue. This is bad policy. This is bad policy. Even if the people that they took out, which I don't know, I haven't read up on the article other than what's right here. I really don't care about the back of the article. What I care about is what they are asking people to do. That is wrong. The article says, Australian police are using a brutal ambush on two cops to encourage residents to rat out neighbors who are skeptical of the COVID-19 vaccine or harbor anti-government views. On December 12th, two Brisbane police officers were gunned down by a family of rural Australians who opened fire as the two officers approached their home. Constables Rachel McCrow, 29, and Matthew Arnold, 26, died in the attack, while a third officer, Constable Randall Kirk was shot in the leg but managed to escape. A fourth officer, Keeley Bro, fled to safety in the bushes. Later that evening, members of the rural family were killed in a shootout with tactical police. In response to the incident, Deputy Commissioner Tracy Linford suggested that neighbors need to assume anyone who harbors non-mainstream views is clearly a threat. I can tell you that now that Twitter is allowing posts again, I am clearly a threat to the left. And if they come up with this policy in the government, they're going to say, well, that guy said this about that person over there. This is what they want. They want chaos. They want breakdown. They want people scared in their societies that will be like little and will have exactly what you read about in the uh, missionary update today. We're going to have a society with no religion at all, atheism, people just dying without any hope in the world because of this type of policy right here. Trial site news. Indian government launches formal study are raising sudden cardiac arrests linked to the COVID-19 vaccines. The Indian government is now checking this out. Gateway Pundit, egg prices hit a record high and are still going up. The price of eggs has hit a record high and is not showing any signs of going down in the near future. From November 2021 to November 2022, egg prices jumped a massive 49%, according to the BLS. One of the main reasons for this, and now that affects everything. I mean, you put eggs in almost everything. Uh, One of the main reasons for the sky-high inflation has been a deadly avian flu that prompted many large egg and poultry suppliers to have to cull their flocks. It is estimated that 60 million birds were killed and disposed of due to the virus, which is expected to continue infecting flocks into 2023. They never got rid of it last year, and now it's cooler again, so they're going to have the same problem continue. However, CNN Business notes that the situation has been exacerbated by elevated feed and energy costs for producers. Thank the guy in the White House in addition to high demand in the supermarket. As of last week, prices have been escalating for nine consecutive weeks, setting new record highs on a daily basis since the week of Thanksgiving. Every week since Thanksgiving. On Friday, Midwest Large Eggs, the benchmark for eggs sold in their shells, hit $546 per dozen. Okay, that's not true. $5.46 per dozen. This time last year, Erner Berry's data shows that price was $1.70. So from $1.70 to $5.46. That yokes him bad, I'll tell you what. Well done. From just the news, Pfizer and Moderna better get this clarified. Study finds worse antibodies after mRNA boosters. Ooh, a new peer-reviewed study 
is raising concerns that a third dose of Pfizer and Moderna vaccines may actually worsen immune response against COVID-19, creating waves in both mainstream and heterodox COVID circles. The study by German researchers, imagine that, found that mRNA-boosted induced a high level of so-called IgG4 antibodies, a subclass known for promoting a mild immune response in two cohorts of several dozen healthcare workers. The shift to this IgG subclass was not seen with adenovirus vector vaccines. In the study, Scripps Research Translational Institute Director Eric Topol, who was not involved in the research, tweeted while cautioning that clinical significance is not known. Pfizer and Moderna better get this clarified. The research is just the latest to promote scrutiny of federal vaccine recommendations and ongoing professional and educational mandates, especially for college students, a demographic with low COVID risks, but elevated risks of post-jab heart inflammation. So not only are their hearts exploding, like we've seen again and again in the earlier articles throughout the past years, but it's actually reducing your antibodies. It's not boosting you at all. It's the de-booster. Time for my de-booster. Morality is declining. From Breitbart, Oregon pitches mobile abortion clinics for rural parts of the state and communities of color. Racist, Oregon, the racist state, killing little black babies. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Can you imagine that? They're specifically saying that. We're going to take these into places where black women live. That's been the agenda all along. It's always been the agenda. The old saying, the, the most dangerous place on the planet for a black child is the womb of a black woman. From the post-millennial, biological male who slaughtered family over lack of support for transgender identity marked as female in Maine prison. That means he's going to kill women in that prison as well as his family. He's insane. And they're putting him in with the women. Gateway Pundit. Taxpayers will be required to cover push-up bras for imprisoned transgender murderer who killed parents and family dog. That guy there is being put into a female prison and they're going to pay for all of his female supplies, even though he's a guy. Wow. National Review. World Boxing Council to create transgender competition category. Yes, that is where everyone is a loser. Breitbart. At least 34 babies born alive in botched abortions between 2020 and 2022. 34 babies born alive. And they have laws in some states now that you are not allowed to resuscitate them. You're not allowed to do anything. Breitbart, General Motors funds efforts to embed pro-transgender books in classrooms. Yeah, if you're buying a General Motors, don't buy them anymore. The report explains that the Rainbow Library provides supportive curriculum materials and book sets that are LGBTQ plus centered, racially diverse, and multicultural to K through 12 students. The report did not say how much money was awarded to the pro-transgender organization, but they are funding that. Okay, General Motors was making uh, engines when Trump was in office. And the day he left office, General Motors came out and said, we are devoting all of our energy to the green whatever, whatever you call it, green agenda. I wouldn't buy a General Motors. If you got one, don't park it in this parking lot. Go park in the, uh, the aisle out back. Breitbart. CDC pushes teachers to measure commitment to LGBTQ inclusivity instruction. The CDC is pushing this. What does that have to do with health? The CDC has issued an assessment tool for teachers and school administrators to measure their commitment to LGBTQ inclusivity in their classrooms. The CDC? Okay. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do, apparently. Gateway Pundit. Good news. Florida reports a massive drop in abortions after DeSantis signed 15-week abortion ban. Saving lives, one good decision at a time. Christian Post, 
Florida investigating Christmas drag show accused of exposing children to sexually explicit activity. Officials claim drag queen Christmas was marketed to children. And it was, and they're going to get shut down. And it's not going to happen in Florida anymore. Some other news from around the world. From DHS.gov. I went right to the DHS to read you this important article. Statement by the Department of Homeland Security on Supreme Court Title 42 order. December 27, 2022. As required by today's Supreme Court order, they're sucking their wind and they're chewing on their teeth over this, the Title 42 public health order will remain in effect and individuals who attempt to enter the United States unlawfully will continue to be expelled to Mexico or their home country. That's obviously not true, but they legally have to say this. People should not listen to the lies of smugglers who take advantage of vulnerable migrants putting lives at risk. The border is not open. This is from the DHS. It's not, I didn't know that. Do you know what? El Paso is completely overrun. They have tent cities everywhere, everywhere. Biden is going down there this week and they have cleared them all out. They're all being cleared out to hide the truth. We'll go on. The border is not open and we'll continue to fully enforce our immigration laws. This administration is guilty of so many crimes, crimes in the United States of America, actual crimes. They are guilty of breaking those laws in a way that is unprecedented in the history of this country. They're lying to the people through their, their bulletins. We will continue to manage the border, but we do so with constraints of a decades old immigration system that everyone agrees is broken. We need Congress to pass the comprehensive immigration reform legislation stole President Biden proposed the day he took office. They're going to get something else now because those 20 people in the Republican Party that would not vote have done something for our party that has never happened ever probably. Those 20 holdouts have got so many concessions against that guy McCarthy that he is literally tied by those 20 people. He is literally tied, and they now have to run the government as if it belongs to the people of the United States of America because of those 20 people. It is great what happened this past week. Absolutely marvelous. This is how a functioning government should be. Not what we've been seeing for the past many, many years, both sides of the aisle. Those 20 people held out because of principle, and they've done a great thing for this nation. That's fine. They got blackballed. They won't get any assignments on on important seats and stuff. Who cares? They did what they did. They have done what they have done, and it is over. And you know what? McCarthy's a speaker anyway, so he got what he wanted. He's just now tied to what he has promised these people. Good. From hot air, like most of Washington. Ice. This is ice. Remember we just talked about the immigration laws being... Okay. No, we don't have any records on those 377,000 illegals that we released. They don't have them. They're supposed to have all kinds of records. They don't have anything. And they admitted it. As we've watched the Biden border crisis grow exponentially worse over the two years since Stolprez took office, the news has been uniformly dismal. And if Title 42 is eventually lifted, the situation will deteriorate further and faster. But Mayorkas has repeatedly assured us that all of the migrant encounters with ICE have been tracked and those people will eventually be processed through our immigration courts and or the asylum process. Yet, the track at Syracuse University has been collecting all of the available data and discovered that claims being made by Homeland Security are simply not true. In a recent letter to track, ICE admitted that it has no records for nearly 378,000 migrants who were released into the country's interior with electronic tracking devices over the past three years. Nothing. They're out there just doing what they're doing. They could be criminals. They could be whatever. And it doesn't matter to the government. Breitbart. Biden's DHS releases into... Now you know why I warn people about coming here if they're not conservative. You know, we just don't... We don't want that nonsense. Breitbart. Biden's DHS releases into the U.S. nearly 1,400 illegal aliens convicted as criminals in less than three months. 1,400, and they let them just walk in. 
stole Pres Biden's DHS has released nearly 1,400 illegal alien convicted criminals from detention into American communities in less than three months, the data shows. The latest ICE data reveals that from October through December 18th, Biden's DHS has released 1,363 illegal alien convicts into American communities, along with more than 1,800 illegal aliens with pending criminal charges against them. Of the illegal alien convicts released from DHS custody, 463 bonded out. 421 were given an order of recognizance, 371 were given an order of supervision, and 108 were paroled. In total, more than 35,000 illegal aliens were released from DHS custody into the U.S. interior from October through December 18th. Most significantly, the agency seems to be increasing releases as those freed from custody in the first 18 days of this month eclipsed the total number of releases last month. R.J. Hallman, this is at the end of December, with the fair suggested that the Biden admin may be violating the INA with mass release of illegal alien convicts from DHS custody. They're, it's not maybe, they are. They are breaking the laws of the United States of America and they're not being held to account. Yeah, they need to be arrested from the Gateway Pundit. Here it is. Who are we hiring? The bottom of the barrel? You wanted to know? Here it is. Woke military struggling to recruit will now accept recruits with ADHD and other behavioral challenges. The U.S. military is struggling to meet recruiting goals across pretty much every branch. Under Biden, the military has embraced left-wing progressive politics, and this is surely a part of the problem. The people who normally would volunteer don't want to be lectured about diversity and systematic racism. As a result, the military is now going to start accepting recruits they would not have accepted otherwise. Under the new rules, a potential recruit who has completed high school or college or successfully held a job without counseling or medication for three years for ADHD would be able to enlist. That symptom-free period is reassuring that they would make it through their initial entry training and hopefully have a successful military career, said. That's right, and it didn't work. Almost 95% of all of our problems this is a senior military officer retired from the army he said they tried this in the past and 95 percent of them were kicked out they could not cut the grade and they're doing the same thing again because they cannot hire quality people because nobody wants to work for a woke military so army lieutenant colonel kim Helgemore a member of Pentagon's accession policy an office that sets medical admission standards across the force said a potential recruit who has in the past been treated for depression or other mental health ailments or has taken any medication for such conditions can join the military only with a waiver. Just sign the waiver. Those waivers can be difficult to obtain. Not anymore. I assure you of that as they factor in the recruit's health, the potential job and the requirements of the service. A recruit also must not be taking medication upon entering basic training according to military guidelines. Yeah, unless you get a waiver. There's another retired senior military person right there. Mail online, senior enlisted military, but either way. Okay, mail online. North Carolina State play-by-play announcer Gary Hahn is suspended indefinitely for saying amongst all the illegal aliens in El Paso during Duke Mayo Bowl radio broadcast. All he said is, we're here in El Paso amongst the illegal aliens and they took his job away. He has not been reinstated since, and that was about two weeks ago. He, he just said the truth. And where was that? El Paso, where the guy in the White House is now going. But there aren't going to be any people there because they've cleared them all out. Yeah, they'll be back as soon as he's gone. They'll put it back out in the streets. Okay, who said it? Write it on your heart that every day is the best day in the year. (laughs) Ralph, Waldo, Emerson. There you go. Okay, got a last trick here for you. What's that? 
Best day of your life. Best day of your life. Every day is the best day of your life. I, I try to do that. You know, I'm at 7-Eleven and uh, I pulled a muscle yesterday. I was, uh, I was, I'll tell you what happened. Friday, the pressure tank to the house for the well went bad and I had to get a new one. I spent the entire day, go get it, got it. Of course, the wrong parts and this and that. The whole day I spent, it's in a very cramped area. I'm in a pool of water. I leaned against something and electrocuted myself. I, I can't believe I'm alive, but I actually survived through that. And um, that, explains a lot. that explains a lot. Yeah, the hair. Oh, my. So anyway, I got myself really sick. I caught my wife's cold because my I was already worn out. I was electrocuted. I caught Hedico's cold. I was miserable yesterday. Miserable. So... I took all the vitamins I could, drank a little of that silver solution and some astrologus and some other things. And hey, man, I'm Genki today. But um, um, I, I did survive that. But um, uh, it was very difficult at 7-Eleven yesterday having a cold and having just been shocked to death and pulling a, a muscle in my back. And yet, when I walked in there and I see the girl behind the counter, BJ's her name, and I, I say the same thing to her every day, good morning, sunshine. And she says, how are you today, Charlie? I said, best day of my life. <laughs> I want people to not think that life is a downer. And so I try, even when I'm miserable, to tell people that. Was that a big but fat lie? That was probably a big fat lie. <laughs> I got my Pinocchio nose on. Yes. Repent. Yes, I need to because I was not telling the truth, but I want her to not be depressed when I come in and have to shake off the, that. You know, those mats out front are really heavy. It just if you would for me, if you come to the 7-Eleven on Siesta Key, when you come, walk around the mat so I don't have to pick up your dirt and throw it away. Yeah, a Rahab lie. That's right. I, I set the higher moral standard with my lie. OK, I got a lesser cure for you. There are those that are dead set to try to make gas and the like with a fly. Some can make furt and fuel, thus be used as a tool when the hard-working black soldiers nigh. Good job. Okay, I got a couple of, I got three, do I have three? No, I got two ironies here for you. One of them's just long. Okay, from the post-millennial from Canada. Distrust of government is bad for you, claims study funded by the government. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guarantee you that it is. If you distrust the government in Canada or in Australia, it is bad for you. Yeah. Nowadays, it's getting better in the U.S., surprisingly. With Twitter and with the free speech things that have come out, it's actually getting better right now. By the way, you were laughing every time I say stole Prez Biden. I've been saying that in posts for years. On Twitter, I now say it with every time I see a White House post and I see all day long, he's posting lies. And I, every time I say stole Prez, stole Prez. Haven't been banned yet. Okay. Mail online. Mail online. Woman dubbed the phone lady charges $480 an hour to help Gen Z staff overcome their fear of microaggression, otherwise known as talking on the phone. She's charging $480 an hour on the phone to get you to stop talking on the phone. That is ironic. Such is the world in which we live. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett, and that is your CG Prophecy Report for the week.